0: I'm Joe Catalano with an A.M. Quincy news update for Tuesday, January twenty-third. Repairs continued to a water main break in Quincy. The leak occurred over the weekend on Franklin Street near Pratt Lane, creating some icy conditions down the hill to Kendrick Avenue. Traffic will be blocked again today at Franklin and High Streets, except for school buses and emergency vehicles as those repairs continue. A Quincy police officer stopped a driver going the wrong way on Saturday, unaware that he was actually uncovering a much larger crime. Just after 11 a.m. on Saturday, police said the officer observed a Land Rover Defender exit the Holiday Inn Express in North Quincy by making an illegal turn onto the wrong lane of Stratton Way. After pulling the driver over on West Quantum Street, it was discovered that the operator didn't have a license. The driver was cited for a one-way violation and driving without a license. As he didn't have a license, the car was towed, and the driver and the occupants were sent on their way. But prior to towing the vehicle, an inventory conducted of the car uncovered over $70,000 in U.S. and foreign currency, foreign identification documents and a large quantity of what police said they believed to be stolen jewelry. Police said four graduation rings were found with the jewelry, a 1960s Piedmont High School ring, a 1960s Woonsocket High School ring, a 1970s female West Point ring, and a 1990s Texas A&M ring. The operator of the vehicle, an Irish national is believed by police to be part of that ongoing Irish traveler construction fraud scam more recently encountered by police across the state. Authority said the scams typically begin with an unsolicited visit to somebody's house by a contractor, stating they have leftover materials, and the person keeps finding more items to repair on your property. Police said this type of crime is on the rise in Massachusetts. The operator faces charges, which Quincy Police Chief Mark Kennedy said are a result of good police work. The case remains under investigation by Quincy Police and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security has also been notified. The operator of the vehicle was issued a summons to appear in Quincy District Court for the motor vehicle offenses. Steward Healthcare, owner and operator of 10 Massachusetts medical centers, says financial difficulties are placing the future operations of their facilities at risk. New England Sinai Hospital in Stoughton Morton Hospital in Taunton, Kearney Hospital in Dorchester, Good Samaritan Medical Center in Brockton, Norwood Hospital, and St. Elizabeth's Medical Center are among the facilities that are in Steward's network. Steward said their facilities and other community hospitals face financial troubles that stem from the pandemic. Since then, The hospitals have been affected by a gap between commercial health insurance reimbursement and reimbursements from federal plans, which meaningfully trails commercial. Stewart's payer mix, which is a hospital's measure of patients' insurance types, is more than 70% Medicare and Medicaid. Stewart said that reimbursement gap is affecting community hospitals across the state. In Massachusetts, the average hospital-payer mix is about 38% Medicare and Medicaid. The medical group said they are working with Governor Healy and Attorney General Andrea Campbell to address the disparity in reimbursements and to keep their doors open for communities. In 2023, Compass Medical, a chain of care centers on the South Shore, unexpectedly shut down, including their Quincy facility, leaving 70,000 patients eligible for compensation. The Lombardo's Hospitality Group has found rare success as a family-run business that's made it into its fourth generation. The latest generation is making some major changes to keep it going. Lombardo's is closing its landmark venue in Randolph at the end of this month, but is not shrinking or sitting still. The group is buying Off the Vine Catering in Norwood in what CEO David Lombardo said is an effort to strike a right balance as the hospitality industry continues to be reshaped by the pandemic. Off the Vine will retain its name, but will be branded as part of the Lombardo's Hospitality Group. The two entities turn out to have had more of a shared history than either side knew. Darren Maggio, a co-owner of Off the Vine, along with Holly James, was a chef for Lombardo's when it had an East Boston location. Maggio was even the lead chef at Lombardo's Bar Mitzvah. Lombardo's Hospitality Group has shifted in a few other ways in recent years. It launched Bardo's Bar Pizza with locations in Norwood and South Boston, partly as a way to get its employees back to work at a time when the pandemic halted most of their functions. A month after Massport officials said that Logan Airport is not an appropriate place to house migrant families, a photographer captured dozens of families sleeping under blankets in a corner of Terminal E, the airport's international terminal. The state hit its capacity to assist 7,500 families in its emergency shelter system back in November and is now putting families on a wait list. The governor has long called on the federal government to assist with the crisis. She's asking for an additional $250 million in funds to address the crisis this year. Her office estimates the crisis could cost the state $915 million next year. She's expected to submit another supplemental budget soon and propose funding some of the crisis with a $700 million state surplus fund. Yesterday, the House Speaker and the Senate President said it was too soon to say whether they will support that plan. Senate President Karen Spilka said she's waiting for action from Washington, D.C. The state ballot law commission has rejected a voter attempt to remove former President Donald Trump from the ballot in Massachusetts, saying it does not have jurisdiction over the matters presented. That decision was handed down by the court yesterday afternoon, 24 hours before the New Hampshire primary was set to take place. The State Ballot Law Commission held a hearing last week that lasted about 20 minutes because the three members of the commission said they must first decide whether they have the power to kick a candidate off the ballot. A lawyer for the nine voters who filed the objection said the commission does indeed have the power to determine if Trump should be on the ballot, but a lawyer for Trump said they do not at least not at this point. He said the state Republican Party can put anyone it wants on the primary ballot. The voters' attorneys argued that Trump is disqualified under the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment because they say he committed insurrection on January 6, 2021. Two other states, Colorado and Maine, have already disqualified Trump from their primaries on similar grounds. The U.S. Supreme Court said it will hear oral arguments in the Colorado case. On February 8th, Massachusetts presidential primary is scheduled for March 5th. A new class action federal lawsuit accuses Duncan of discriminating against lactose intolerant and milk allergic customers by charging them extra for asking for non dairy additives in their coffee or tea. The Canton based coffee chain's Additional $0.50 to $2.15 charge for consumers who ask to substitute regular milk offerings with soy, coconut, oat, or almond milk amounts to a violation of the Federal Americans with Disabilities Act and several state anti-discrimination laws, according to the lawsuit filed in the Northern District of California. The suit alleges that Duncan has created a separate higher-priced menu aimed at customers who cannot ingest milk. The lawsuit also contends that the costs of the non-dairy alternatives do not justify the alleged surcharges. Studies in the U.S. concluded the portion of the U.S. lactose intolerant population is at least 12%, maybe as high as 48%. The lawsuit is seeking at least $5 in damages per victim. Check of business news this morning. Stocks rebounded again yesterday. The Dow shot up 138. The Nasdaq rose 49, and the S&P added 10. World stocks were mixed. The euro rose, and oil is at $75 a barrel. In sports, Bruins and Celtics, both winners last night. The Bees beat Winnipeg 4-1. to one. They will host the Hurricanes tomorrow night at 7.30. Celtics over Dallas, 119 to 110. They'll be in Miami Thursday night at 7.30. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Today, mostly cloudy, the high of 37 degrees, some snow showers for the evening, and a low tonight of 34. The snow showers will continue overnight into tomorrow morning, maybe up to an inch of accumulation before it changes over to rain tomorrow at a high of 35 degrees. Rain on Thursday with a high of 47 and then morning rain on Friday, but a high Friday, 50 degrees. For the boater today, waves about two feet, wind out of the west 10 to 15, gusting to 20 knots. will become northwesterly later today 5 to 10 knots. High tide 928 a.m. Sunrise 705 Set at 446. Traffic note, Four River Bridge scheduled to open today at 9 a.m. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, January 23rd.